Hey everyone, we're the Book Mix Society. I'm Alondra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Mom Book Club. In this podcast, we're going to be discussing Scarred and Hooked by Emily McIntyre. If you haven't read those books and you don't want spoilers, make sure to pause, go read those books, and come on back here so we can discuss them. If you've already read the book, join us as we discuss the book and everything that we loved about them. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Big Book Society, the non-book club. On today's episode, we're going to discuss our current obsession, which is the Never After series by Emily McIntyre. But before we get to the main event, we're going to spend a little bit of time playing a game so that you get to know us a little bit better. Let's kick it off with a question. So Shay, what do you prefer? Hard books, hardcover books, or paperbacks? And why? Definitely paperbacks. Because, first of all, I love to break the spine. Which I know is a capital offense against most people. Oh no. But they're also just easier for me to hold when I like highlight and annotate and stuff. So I like paperbacks better. What about you, Virginia? A mall. No, that's okay. Let's let's shago. I was going. <laughs> I was going in the order that we said our names. But that's uh, okay. A um... <laughs> mall. I have a question for you. If you could only bring one book with you on a deserted island, what book would it be? Oh, good question. Um. How to Survive in the Wild for Dummies. <laughs> okay, let's say you already had a I feel like that. <laughs> What's a book you would bring for fun? Um, Cannot go oh, insane or more insane. That's hard. I would bring... Uh, I hate this question. Only because <laughs> there's just so much to choose from. I feel... I'm going to steal her question. I feel like I would bring the Mindfuck series because it's technically five books in one. It is five books in one. I was going to say, I'm like, like, I might bring a series. No, she said one book. I said one book. I know. You're cheating. So if you you would choose a series, which one would it be then? Oh my god, that's even harder. I don't know. I'm bad at this. (laughs) You have to remember, I haven't read a lot of books. The most of my reading has been in the last five months and it's all been sad books so i don't know if that would be helpful for me i'd already <laughs> be crying over my circumstances so Virginia, do you have a series that comes to mind or a book oh my god what would i bring okay i have problems with choosing favorites right now the book I think I'm really liking the Addicted series just because it was the first one we all read together. So it has like sentimental value. Also, I really like the couples, but I also really liked the Simple Wild series. I don't know, for some reason, I found them really comforting. So I think, but then I would miss my mangas. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I feel like you could take one from each. Not so easy. Yeah, no, (laughs) choosing is hard. Yeah. And then that's it's all the books I haven't read. So maybe I should bring a book I haven't read to actually entertain myself. What if myself. you hate it? See, that's yeah, the thing. what if you hate it? See, that's the thing with choosing stuff. You don't know. Like, at some point, you're going to get tired of it. Not if it's a book you really, really love. But it's like when yeah. you choose a song on repeat, like, at some point, like, you really love it. But at some point of, like, hearing it over and over and over again, like, you get tired of it and you need something else. You're awesome. Oh, no, that doesn't happen to me. 
you're also going to be trying to survive so it's not like you're going to just be reading it you know you're gonna have like yeah. wild lions to fend off you know so i need a thick book to like hit stuff That's what i was thinking <laughs> but... or to start a fire with if it's a bad you book, have to you bring a start fire with it <laughs> Um, who's your favorite author right now, Virginia? Oh, God, I just said I had trouble choosing favorites. My favorite (laughs) author right now would be, um, oh, my God, right now, right now, right now. Like, what's my obsession right now? I really enjoyed... You, know, you just said you weren't... You didn't choose... You don't like choosing, and I asked you another choosing question. That, that's okay. I, I actually want to read more uh, from K.A. Talker and Emily McIntyre. I really like both of their, their writing, and um, I really want to read more of, of their books. So I don't know if they're my favorite authors right now, but they're the authors I want to read more of right now. That makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I have a question for Alondra. If you had to choose between an ebook or a physical book, which one would you prefer? Physical book. Um, well, I guess it depends. If it's like a new release and I can't get the physical book right away, give me an ebook because I'm not trying to go on Twitter and see spoilers without reading the book. But if it's something, you know, just to, I, I'd love having physical books. I look at them and I'm like, it's oh, like a trophy. So pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've also been getting a lot of migraines because like life-wise, it's, it's better for my eyes to read a physical book than an ebook. Um, not to knock ebooks, I love how easily accessible they are, but there's always just gonna be I something. Say, I feel like you read a lot of ebooks too. Yeah, there's just always gonna be something about having a physical book in your hands, the smell of the pages. That is true. Um, And then, like, (laughs) I always struggle to hold it right because I don't crack my spines. I don't like cracking my spines. I have, like, one... Oh, my God, Shay. For our (laughs) listeners, our friend Shay just got her copy of Scarred. (laughs) Then cracked the spine further. Virginia and I, who are both Virgos, um, hated that. A lot. I see. I don't even. Um, I try not to get any bends in my pages. My books look like they haven't even been read. <laughs> I like my books to look well loved. So Amal has literal trophies, basically, with her books. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I just was on a plane and I was reading a book and literally, like, reading sideways because I can't. I refuse to like open it further than just necessary for me to read the book. What book were you reading? I'm reading it Simple Wild. Wonderful. It's great. That's not that, so stay tuned, friend. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm reading that, and I'm reading, because um, that's my physical book, and then on ebook, I'm reading, um, oh my gosh, I have suddenly forgotten the name. Oh, um, the second book in the Monsters and Muses. So, uh, Vipers oh. and Virtuous. I'm just in that yeah. one as well. So that's my spicy and Simple Wild is my non-spicy right now. I need to read that one. Same. It's actually really good. I really liked it. I, I liked really it so liked far. Promises of Pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. So I think we can get to the main event of this, which is our current obsession for all of us, like the Never After series. Which yeah, yeah. we started with our 
how do we call it our sexy saturdays or we, uh, we called it our spicy saturdays spicy, spicy saturdays, spicy saturdays. <laughs> yes that was and i um, think it was you virginia who found the book yeah yeah honestly but uh, i found it through tiktok because i kept seeing like dark romances and expired by disney fairy tales and stuff which is how i found that they were talking about hooked and it was on kindle unlimited so that's always a plus yeah so yeah and that's a book i really honestly i wasn't expecting to enjoy enjoy that much because at first i was like huh hook wendy pairing that sounds weird but especially from what you've seen in the peter pan movies like any adaption of peter pan movies that just would like be such except an odd once upon a time except once upon a time once upon a time <laughs> yeah except once upon a time hook and once upon a time um, was kind of hot <laughs> right that's who i see when i when we talk about james i see colin yeah uh donahue i don't think donahue? they did wendy uh, in so. that show though did they uh they had wendy in like a couple episodes in the peter pan arc okay. but and i think she liked him but it there was nothing there because he knew her as a child and she was still a and kid when he sees he her like hundreds of years Emma. later yeah yeah that too. But, yeah, I always like that we can all agree that Peter Pan and like all the retellings, he's a brat. Because I feel like that <laughs> came really across in the original movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. Another, I really love the, um, the book. And honestly, I I think we all read it in one go, right? We, yeah, I, we read it in one uh, day. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, when we I, I know at one point way. someone was like, yeah, someone said, oh, stop at 50%. And the ones who had read past 50% were it like, was... you're not going to pause at 50 because 50 is when the I spoiler alert. It, is... it, uh... Yeah, it right? was Alondra. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was, think it was Alondra. Was... You were the last one. No, no she was, was the, the last one. one to finish. Oh, no, I was you at were work last that one, sorry. You were at work, but yeah. Me and I Virginia had finished before you guys. I believe this was our first spicy Saturday weed as well. So yes. Yeah. Um, so for our listeners, we say we don't have a book club, which is the point of this podcast, but we kind of do sometimes where we buddy weed quite a few books. Um, and we coined spicy Saturdays. And this was our first spicy Saturday weed. And I remember, I think Virginia read it first. So Amal yeah. was messaging Virginia and then I read it for I read it third, so I was watching them being like, "What the fuck? What is happening?" And then we all hopped on Facetime and watched Shay read it. And it, was just, <laughs> it was really nice. And Shay made a TikTok. I think it's pinned on her her uh, page on TikTok. Yes, and that's, you guys should watch it. It's funny. Do you want to tell? We're in it a little bit. TikTok is Shay. <laughs> what? Do you want to tell everyone what your TikTok is? Oh, it is at reads read dot reads. Um, you can find it on our Instagram page. There will be a beacons where you can find all of our profiles and all of our social medias. Yeah, and it's honestly that TikTok is awesome because you can see Shay's like obsession with James just grow within the TikTok. And <laughs> I <laughs> I love him. I love that she was literally at work talking about how nice it was that he killed someone that treated her <laughs> or like threatened to kill someone and then he killed, killed someone. I'm pretty sure he does. He does. <laughs> yeah. Kill and her. then eventually yeah. killed someone. 
um that as i, as I said in my tiktok ad. that is every customer service employee's wet dream is to have somebody kill a rude customer for them it was just so funny honor. to me because you were literally talking about that and you could see like your bar in the background of where you work yeah and it was like someone's gonna walk in and just hear shay talk about how her dream man would kill a rude customer <laughs> really like, um, and there goes the bad yelp review yeah, oh, yeah. I, I remember i remembered thinking when i was reading it that at some point i thought oh i don't know why the author put at the beginning that it's not a redemption arc because i could see it going to a redemption arc and then the 50 mark point hit and then he turns on Wendy because she he thinks she's working with his dad. And I went, oh, that's why. I <laughs> I mean love that. And that actually like for me was like, okay, this is like a bad guy. Usually when you read like, you know, bad guy turns good or bad guy yeah. like romance, it's usually that the guy doesn't really do anything bad. For me, most of it's like justified, but that's a whole problem in itself. But him kidnapping Wendy was actually like bad guy moves so yeah for me it actually read actually like a dark like a dark character yeah 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 because some books say they're dark romance but it's like not not to like minimize other authors but i found that in um the maid series for the first one nico i found wasn't that dark in my opinion so yeah. i think it depends even compared to the other two guys i think it depends so, on what but you james think the perfect yeah, that too. It's because Just I can because I can justify every almost everything someone does for love. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Alondra? Or even annoyance. <laughs> I was just saying that I, I think it depends on what you think of as dark because some would argue that Nico's setting a a man's gas station yeah, on, fire. on fire. Justified. Would be. I would say justified. <laughs> see, and see, for that, I don't see it as dark. I saw it as more of like a romantic gesture. <laughs> But you can't really explain away kidnapping as a romantic gesture. Yeah, kidnapping the person. I just read another book where the love interest kidnaps the girl because he thinks she's involved in something. So that okay. also gave him change. Yeah, because he 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 doesn't only kidnap her, but he makes it sure that she knows that he thinks of her as an enemy. Like at that point, yeah. Like like. So that's when it meant like, oh, and he even lets her think that he's threatening her brother. And that's a huge no-no for her because she's very protective mm -hmm. of her brother. So yeah, no, it they, it was done very well. And even like at the point where he realizes that she wasn't working with his dad, with her dad. Do you all think? And I also... Go ahead, Shay. I was going to say, I also really liked how in this one, um, Wendy had very innocent moments, but it was also balanced with um, kind of some darker moments as well. Because um, I have read dark romances before where the the female main character is just so naive. She, You just like see her do these things and it's like, what are you doing? Like, use your brain come on and so like it was kind of nice to have that balance with wendy i think that was done really well it was what were you gonna say alondra oh, i was just gonna say if you guys think that if this book wasn't dual pov you would have believed that perhaps wendy was working with her dad because even when i read it i was like it's dual pov but perhaps emily mcintyre is 
tricking us and we're not seeing everything that Wendy's thinking and maybe she is working with her dad and she's just been playing us and then I was like oh nah when nah I was in her POV I know her so I yeah. you know you guys think that if it hadn't been dual POV you wouldn't believe that Wendy was working with her dad I think if we, I had only James's POV for sure I would have like hesitated and be like she had like she has to know more I don't think I would have to be honest, like something about Wendy as a character, even just through James's POV, didn't give me any inclination that she was deceptive enough to pull that off. Um, because she came off as a very like honest character, I think. So I think if even that was the route that Emily was going. I, I think I would have had a very hard time believing it. Um, so even if it wasn't James's POV, I don't think that I would have thought that. Valid. So the Vegas are paranoid. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Sagittarius also paranoid? Um, I don't know. I think if it was just James's point of view, I would have. I would believe him. And thinking that she was bad. But that's because every time I'm in that person's head, I'm like, yeah, they're right. They're always right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I like the dual POV but, things, because it keeps yeah. you on your toes. It does, for sure. Did you guys see the twist coming? No. I think I saw part of it, or like I had some of it figured out. Um, cause there was like, even a point in my TikTok where I was like, you can't get nothing past me. Cause something that I did think was going to happen actually happened, but more towards the end with the confrontation with the dad, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bad at guessing <laughs> endings. <laughs> so I really did not see it coming. I think most of you guys figured out the, um, the um, half brother thing, no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just me that didn't figure it out, right? <laughs> That's because I'm suspicious of everyone. <laughs> don't be suspicious. You don't have an ulterior suspicious. motive. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> so, so do you guys have so any favorite quotes to the <laughs> guys have any favorite quotes quotes, sorry? What the book? Um honestly that you want to watch the world burn? Let me guess you'll set it on fire. Oh. And then he calls her Queen of the Ashes. That, I love uh, that. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. so good. That one's a good one, yeah. That was also my favorite. And I think also, um, there was one where he said, if I'm the dark, then you're the stars. <sighs> Anything that has to do with, like, astronomy or astrology, it was just, like, stars and yeah, space in general, uh, gets me every time. That's true. And I I really liked, it's not a quote, but I like that they made Wendy kind of choose the, um, not choose the ending, but like empower herself through it all. Like at yeah. the end, like that's not a yeah. favorite quote, but I like that moment. That Okay. It, it's like when you said that it's like the balance between her being innocent, but also being darkness within her. Mm -hmm. Like I find that that moment really represents that. But yeah. Code wise, I think you said like the the ones I really like the most because yeah, that the I'm the darkness, you're the stars. Like that's just super romantic. I also so there's, romantic. There's a quote that goes, um, 
Just remember that whenever things feel bleak, our situations are temporary. It's not your circumstances that determine your worth. It's how you rise from the ashes after everything burns. And that's, you, you know, it's it's romantic, but it's also just about life. Um, so I think, yeah, I don't know, I really like that quote. It made me just smile. Think about how despite any circumstances, there's always the opportunity to, opportunity to rise from them. So even dark romances, I'm over here being inspired and about like I'm gonna change my life um, and kill someone. No, oh, oh. <laughs> that's a joke. Um, that's for the police. Don't broadcast that. that. Virginia. <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> for joking purposes. I also no. I really like the Alondra's quote. Also, there is a continuing theme of ashes and kind of this like, um, you know how you kind of rebirth from the ashes sort of um as in you know james with his past and all of that that went on um and then with wendy the same thing kind of happens where her world in terms of you know how she views her family and her dad is kind of turned upside down and she has to kind of essentially rise from those ashes of her world burning Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like that that theme kind of stayed throughout the book. Yeah, and then there's another part where it says, uh, maybe people never change, and it's only our perception that alters the view. Which was nice, yeah. because she lived her whole life thinking one way. And then when she learns the whole truth, it's like her world kind of turned upside down. That one was really nice, Yeah, too. Yeah, I really like that one. I also like how they managed to include the, you know, the directions to Neverland, which is like, um, oh yeah, like uh, with Star Straight Until Morning stuff, like how they managed to. Um, mm-hmm. I like how she managed to put stuff about Peter Pan in the story without actually, because she says uh, Emily McIntyre, said, it's not retellings that she does. She gets inspired by them, and then she puts elements in her story and I like how yeah. we can see that in the way and even in some of the quotes how she will put those elements and put them there like how she refers to the like okay the pixie dust was maybe like how how she how she mm-hmm. incorporates it how she made all the characters how she plays them so I find that really nice and that's my roundaway about say that I like this one where she said what is well, let me find it and to think it all started with a little bit of faith, misplaced trust, missing pixie dust, and a villain who just needed to steal a little love. I also find that cute. Yeah. Yeah. I like how there, like you said, there were the elements of the original story in there, but it was done in a way that was very tasteful. It wasn't super cheesy. It wasn't like, I wasn't cringing or rolling my eyes. I was actually like, I found myself more blushing than anything. Like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was really well done. Like when he yeah, threatens I think you the can really tell. Yeah. And it's like, even if, if you don't know the Peter Pan story, but with Scarred, I mean, everyone knows Lion King. You can pick up a lot more of the aspects of the movie in Scarred, I found. But that was because I was, I was the opposite. Ago, but, but I also was not a big Lion King fan. Like I watched it, yeah. I think... In my early 20s for the very first time. And then that was it. But um, I really, I love Scarred. Maybe it's because I didn't draw as many connections in Scarred with like the characters. But in, like for me, Hooked had a lot more characters that were like Tina was thinking about. I, I think it Tina, because right? for um, Hooked, almost all the names were the same. 
but for yeah. Scarred, the names changed and most of them were just um, like iterations or just the first letter was the same to kind of help you guide. Or at least for me, that's how I found it. But yeah. for Hooked, a lot of the names were the names that the Lost Boys had. and Because they were, well, they were easier. They, hooked, they, they were real yeah. people. And there was, also, I mean, so yeah. And there was Smee and, you know. So yeah, I get that. I think that I liked... I mean, I gave Hooked five stars, but I personally think that I liked Scarred better. Me too. Only because I I think I connected with the characters a little bit easier. Um, and I also liked how much more dark Sarah was than Wendy in terms of like female main characters. So um, I really liked that Tristan talked about his anxiety. Um, yeah, it's like same, buddy, same. So I really <laughs> like that. Um, and then I also, I don't know. I live in California, um, so the mention of like him smoking weed was just really funny to me. Um, it just, yeah. like, uh, you know, it's a fantasy book, but, like the connection. Um, I don't know. I I'm, don't always see that in books, so it was just kind of this um, realistic aspect in a fantasy world that I enjoyed. Um, but I I definitely really enjoyed the talk about anxiety. It it made me connect with him a little bit more. And as Shay said, I do think Sarah B was a little bit darker than Wendy. You know, Wendy never <laughs> intended to kill anyone. She was always this kind of sheltered girl. But Sarah B mm-hmm. went into the castle like the plan to the ground. Guns, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely I, I liked both books, but I did prefer Scarred over Hooked. Um, yeah. I don't know Tristan B. Tristan B. Tristan and Sarah B just have a, a very special place in my heart. Yeah, I think I loved Hooked, but I also think I preferred Scarred. Mostly, I think maybe it's because uh, I connected more with because I love the Lion King, so maybe that's that's why. Because when I was reading it, I could see this like the scene at the pub that's supposed to be like be prepared. I could just imagine it in my head and I yeah exactly I loved it and I also think like when you say that Sarah B is darker like with the nicknames that Tristan uses like you can see the duplicitous nature of it because he goes from little doe to ma petite menteuse which my it's my little liar in French which um I found out funny how they were like contrasts I just want to say I also really loved the use of wax. Miss Emily McIntyre, go off. Yep. <laughs> you look, I'm currently looking at my. She candle. knows how to write a spicy scene. Go That's off, for sure. Queen. Let me just <laughs> fan myself. Um, I will say that with I think with Hooked, it relied more on the plot twist and the ending climax. Um, whereas with Scarred, it was kind of the story unraveling with each chapter. Um, the plot twist didn't feel as like out of left field. It was kind of more, I was looking forward more to the resolution in Scarred than I was in Hooked, I think. Yeah, I was. Because you kind of got to see the process. Yeah, because like the, the sort of twist happened way later and that mm-hmm. really stressed me out. <laughs> yeah. In which book? And and scarred because I think it was around the seventy five percent mark that it happened. So, uh, what are you considering the twist when she attempts to poison? Yeah, when Michael Michael basically said when that he I knew, knew about the plan. Yeah, 
Yeah. And he has the yeah. he has Tristan prisoner. That that stressed me out because I was like, there's not much left in the book. <laughs> and I was scared who was gonna die. <laughs> I remember texting them all. I'm like, please tell me Simon is alive. Because I'm not <laughs> finishing the book otherwise. Can I just say I really yeah, love we Simon as well. we read yeah, we read um Scarred with sorry, uh, we read Scarred on as a buddy read on Storygraph. So we were hiding our comments in Storygraph and I don't know if everyone talked about Simon on there, but a few of us were like, this book is not worth it if Simon dies, but thankfully he did not. Thank God. I love the relationship with I was with more the... worried about him. Yeah, the relationship with... Sorry, Alondra, but go. You're fine. No, go ahead, Virginia. I was just going to say that I really like the relationship between Tristan and, and Simon. Me too. Um, it's yeah, kind of like the relationship was... even in the mo movie. But nicer. Cause, oh, know, yeah. He doesn't try yeah, and kill Simon. I can see that. <laughs> True. There's um, also yeah. so many romantic lines on this book. Um, just I was looking through our story graph. <laughs> And there's there's just so many like it's better to it's the stars look brighter when you're watching them with someone else. Um, da -da -da. If something happens, know that I will find you in every lifetime, Sarah. Be you are mine, and not even death can keep you from me. Ugh, I love soulmates. <laughs> and I also know that there's also um, an ashes line, so I'm almost wondering that's going to be a, an underarching the theme. theme in all of her books yeah. because one of the last lines is the crown king of Gloria Terra and make uh and he made me queen of the ashes. And I love said that in the first one as well or something about you know being queen of the ashes or being yeah the ashes. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's also gonna happen with the third book that's coming out pretty soon. I, I do like that if Ooh, if that is the case, months. I would like that that was a continuing theme throughout the series to connect them in a way yeah. and i love that tristan actually set fire to the kingdom <laughs> yeah oh yeah he just didn't threaten it he did it <laughs> i love that and the thing so like i don't hate the miscommunication trope um as long as it's done well which i don't think that this book necessarily was a miscommunication trope um but I just, I find it funny that they were essentially going for the same end result. They just didn't know it because they didn't talk to each other. So, like, they could have achieved things so much quicker had they maybe, you know, had some pillow talk. Like, oh, I'm trying to take over the kingdom. Oh, I'm trying to kill your brother because my dad is dead. Like, Well, she wanted just, to kill yeah. everyone. She wanted to kill the whole right, line. Yeah. So, take it. Yeah. 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 So she But I think that was only because she didn't know that he was in charge of the rebels and trying to, you know, do all of that. So I think it's just it's not exactly a miscommunication trope, but I just I find it funny that things would have gone so much easier for them had they talked. You know what I wanna talk about? The scene where Simon asked Tristan if they could play pretend and he could be his dad. Oh my god, oh. that made me so sad. That actually, like, I oh, think I shed a tear too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not hard for me to cry during books, but I definitely did tear up and had a few tears fall at that. And I was can like, I say, "Can I just say, f Michael for not claiming him and being a father to mm -hmm. him 
and go Tristan for giving him I'm the not love. even trying you know? you know yeah um there was a lot of reasons to hate Michael but I don't think everyone talks about that the way he didn't even try to be there for Simon and he let his son live in poverty and just I don't know you know there's a lot of reasons to hate Michael and that's definitely one of the yeah. main ones I also think yeah I also think that you know there are a lot of re- like with Trishan, there are a lot of reasons to love him, but I think that one of the things that I really like about him is how normal he tried to make Simon's life. Mm-hmm. He didn't try to, like, um, you know, he didn't berate him anytime that he wanted to, like, play or anything like that. He just, he really tried to, like, accept him and make his life normal despite the fact that he was essentially, you know, shunned by his dad and yeah, society other, even. Really everybody, not yeah. just not just Michael. Yeah. It was everybody. And I also, but I think while with Michael, on... it was probably yeah. What were you saying, Shay? I was just saying, like, I think it was more impactful to be ignored by Michael than mm-hmm. the town, essentially. Yeah, because that's his father. But yeah, did he know it? Uh, I don't. Yeah, think... I didn't. I don't know if he knew it. But even then, he's the king, you know? Yeah. And I think he'll, he eventually I knew. I think it was like a well-known secret, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think probably just among the people in the castle. I don't know that Simon necessarily knew. But I think also, he's he seemed like a smart kid. He'd probably pick up on hints or... The adults well, knew. <laughs> yeah. While yeah, we're on the topic knew. of Simon... Everyone who was making his life miserable knew. Yeah? Well, we're... Well, we're on the topic of Simon, I wanted to discuss um, when Tristan drew him a little tattoo. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to be like Tristan. And then he was like, what, what am I going to do once it washes off? And Tristan's like, well, I'll draw it again. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone talks about Serbia and Tristan, including us, because this is a dark romance. But darn, Tristan and Simon really do have my heart. They, they were cute. Yeah. Honestly, I would have yeah. run, like the the scene where there's a stampede in the um, um what are the uh-huh. tunnels? Mm-hmm. I was so afraid that's like that's where my my stress peaked yeah. for Simon. I was like, yeah, same. I was like, please do not let any be- well, and it's kind of one of those things where like you start to notice the side character getting a little bit more attention, so you start to fear yeah. for their life. <laughs> So I was really worried that something was going to happen to Simon. I was like, no, not a kid. Yeah, when when Tristan is tied up and he wants to go help him, that my anxiety really like, yeah. went high at that part. Yeah, because you never know how dark a dark romance will go. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially like, since I didn't really consider anything Tristan did to be that like heinous. Like Everyone he killed was pretty like terrible. So yeah. I didn't know if the the truly dark part of the book would have been Simon dying uh, but it wasn't so thank god <laughs> thank you Emily the one time I will <laughs> the one time I will just outright flat out say no death trope <laughs> yeah this is the one exception <laughs> the one exception Simon not children <laughs> just Simon just Simon I also wanted to talk about Oph- Ophelia um, I know Amal realized that it was um, she was trying to b- tie it back to one of the Lion King characters. I don't know if you want to talk about it, Amal. Yeah, no, I because we were reading on Storygraph, everyone 
all my comments were hidden until someone got to that point. But I went through, as I was reading, tried to name every character. And I don't know why I forgot about the fact that it's ba like it's based on a Shakespeare play and totally missed the point about Ophelia. But oh. I don't know. I Because she kills herself in the end, and I'm pretty sure that's what happens in the play as well, right? Um, yeah, she goes crazy and she kills herself. Yeah. Well, I she doesn't. So, yeah. I was so focused. Yeah, I was so focused on um, who was her other Marisol made Marisol. Marisol. I was so focused on her. I'm not even sure who she's supposed to be. From the, I mean, I, obviously not every character is from the Lion King, but most of them were, and I couldn't figure out who she was. I still don't know, but. Uh, Ophelia oh, was a surprise. I did not see her coming. I don't think. I don't know if anyone else saw. Her no, I, I, I did. I thought Marisol was like the, because she was so yeah. uptight. And I mean, I, that's yeah, my it, bad. It was so much like, more obvious, and then because that's what I thought. I was I mean, like, it's so why, obvious. Usually, it's it, uh, yeah. Because usually I'm suspicious of everybody, and for some reason, Ophelia was the only person I was not suspicious of. But that's probably because she only has one small interaction with Sarah B about where she lived yeah. and uh, who her family was but I don't know why I dismissed her I feel but so dumb now look, looking yeah. back I wonder if we should have been suspicious with like she was angry that Sarah B wasn't trying to plan the wedding she was angry that Sarah B wasn't giving the wedding the attention that she thought she she should it's like maybe we should have realized that she was so jealous of yeah. Sarah because she wanted to be my boys you know that makes sense I I just thought it was like I would have been annoyed at having someone else's work. <laughs> so that that's what I thought it was. Yeah. And she was like, why am I planning this wedding? It's so much work and you're not doing anything. I never thought about jealousy. Well, and I also think that in books like these or even movies or stuff, you always have one um, side character to the female main character that has a little bit of jealousy or... Um, you know, is a little bit more of a mean girl persona. And so I think I probably just chopped it up to that, to be honest. It's like, oh, she's just a jealous or mean girl. Um, so yeah, I don't think I, I definitely did not see it coming. <laughs> I think I was focused on other things. Yeah, I think also at like the Timothy's debt also really got to me. So at some point I was just, um, because I wasn't expecting it, especially the way it happened. So yeah, that was a bit of a it, it, everything happened so fast. I was like, oh my god, he was just alive and now he's dead. But that was sad. You know what I said earlier about side characters having a little bit more time, right? That's why <laughs> she was getting a little too attached to him and becoming his friend. <laughs> she was. Their love story was looking a little too perfect, if you ask me. <laughs> no, I want to. You know what? Now that I say that, I want a death trope book about them, about Timothy and Paul. Yes. Ah, oh, that would be sad because, yeah, they were so happy. Like we would just see them they in the were. background, but they sounded happy. And then he died. But I like how they kept true to the the thing, like. So Paul raised Simon, basically. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. at the end when they, they, they mm -hmm. leave. But yeah, Timothy, yeah. 
Timothy's dad. I loved them. It did. Do you guys have any favorite quotes I think... from Scarred? Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that I said hers. I like the one where I need to find the words exactly, but Tristan is ready to die and be like, um, to save her soul, he'll let her kill him. But like, that's not how he says it. He oh, says right, it with way. the. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, oh, okay, this one. Mine is the, just, um... I, I, I found a quote. The truth is, I am yours, wholly, inexplicably, painfully, unconditionally. He moves my hand until a dagger presses against his throat. And if you need to sacrifice my soul so you're able to live with yours, then do it. I like that he was willing to die at her hand. Yeah, yeah he was willing to give up his goal as long as she was successful. Yeah. Everything I want. Mine mine is a more romantic quote, but it's pretty on theme with my favorite quotes in Hooked. Um, I'd like to draw you, I rephrase moving in closer, my fingers dancing across your skin, just like this, with your face kissing the stars. I think it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Ah! I just, (laughs) it's so romantic. Yeah, mine is that. You got me again again, with the romantic. It says, the thought of not kissing you makes me want die oh, that's okay, so romantic <laughs> okay <laughs> say less <laughs> yeah there's um i need to to find it but i think there's a scene where he's like if you're looking for a god look no further or something like that yeah oh here there i just had that one too but i'll keep going in and i'll let you know yeah i just oh another not one romantic. was uh no little doe uh not here they don't get your tears. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved that. That was a good one. Oh, it says, um, "I'm your god now, and I don't hear your pleas." Is that the one? No, that's yeah. not the one. But I like those. I like when he uh, went all like because again, the kills were just. I love when his god complex came out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's. I also like them. Would you guys yeah, say I, that? Sorry, go ahead, Shay. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just... Ow. <laughs> sorry. I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, sorry, I was going to ask uh, if you guys think that Tristan or um, James are darker. Hmm. I think James is darker. I think Tristan is more tortured. Oh, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Because yeah. Tristan came off as more of like the tortured artist. To me and i think um, he was still trying to James do good dark yeah yeah and then i also his like, were was doing it for the good of his people yeah he was doing it for mm-hmm. I mean, yeah it was for but, like his people but, but it was still that he like, didn't a common care. good he was saying that he didn't care what happened he, to the people he was using them as tools yeah i know he keeps saying that but i just don't believe him i don't think i don't <laughs> think he believes it oh, <laughs> I'm always like he had pure intentions. Oh. <laughs> he yeah. um he was trying to make a better life. Even if it was just for Simon, that's enough for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. But James, I felt like it was more of a personal vendetta. Yes. Yeah. Tristan had that too with Michael, but it was more like he knew he would do better as the ruler. There Anyone was more would do of better a than what Michael was doing. Yeah. yeah, there was more of a big picture benefit with Tristan, whereas with James, it was, like you said, a personal vendetta. I mean, it was a valid personal vendetta, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, still personal nonetheless. Yeah. 
the scope of it was a lot smaller. Who would you guys choose between the two of them? Like, like let's pretend you had the choice. You would just choose. Like, no. (laughs) I mean, I mean, in terms of like villains, I would choose Tristan. In terms of the women, I would choose Sarah. So I would choose, yeah. What about you? I think I would definitely choose Sarah for, uh, like, women. Sarah, Sarah B. Honestly, I call this Sarabi. book every time someone said her name especially at the beginning of the chapter um but ah i would choose i'm trying to like go through the whole book although i think i would choose (laughs) tristan Tristan how about you alondra i would definitely choose tristan i don't know if it's how i saw him interact with simon if it's the brooding artist in him but yeah. Tristan, all the way for me. Cool. Yeah, how about you, Virginia? I I think I'm going to go like the El Dorado gif. Be like, why not both? <laughs> both is good. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. I'll probably like whoever the next villain is because... Oh, hell, hell yeah. Interesting. I don't know if anyone here has read the tropes for um, the oh, third I... book, but that one. Ugh. That sounds I can't really wait good. for that one. It's um Wicked of Here, Oz. I, I don't know uh, if anyone has Wicked. it pulled up, but they can. Yeah. Wizard, Wizard of it's, Oz. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I said Wicked of Oz. It's <laughs> that is not the Someone title. Someone was saying how she only does Disney, but that's not how she has her um like her series listed. It's just villains, which opens up the door to like any villain in history. Well, and is Peter Pan technically Disney or is that Pixar? Disney. Um, Pixar wasn't. I think, it's Disney. Pixar I think wasn't around when they did Peter Pan. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, just because the first two were Disney doesn't mean they're all going to be Disney. Because right. um, Wizard of Oz isn't. But yeah, I think it is now. But I don't know. I it might be now, but it wasn't originally. No, it wasn't. That's I, it really I, wasn't I'm so excited. I need more unhinged female villains. Yeah, oh, we thought they. Were, I can't wait. I honestly thought she was going to do the Little Mermaid with the. Ursula and Eric pairing for some reason yeah. that was yeah. my thought because of uh, when Amal was looking for the um, words in italic and she found like what was it uh, the uh, the treacherous um, witch yeah right so my mind went like witch. we thought it was going to be the little mermaid and I thought it would be like oh Ursula Prince Eric that sounds but like yeah and then I think at one point we even said it might have been Ursula and King Triton which yeah. would have been an interesting oh, pair as well. Have, yeah. But with like Ariel and Eric maybe as like children, kind of like how with um, Scarred mm-hmm. Simba was, yeah. Simon was a child and it was more about yeah. the parents, but if, like, if, I'm still holding on hope for that. Yeah. If by miracle, <laughs> Emily is listening. Yeah. If by miracle, Emily is listening, <laughs> we would like to read those stories. Ursula and King Triton, please. <laughs> but yeah so the yeah because with... i don't think in every retelling it's never them too it's always like i don't know i think ursula and some... eric but i think i also would not I mind ursula and ariel oh yeah that too. Oh, that too emily making a i know um katie roberts romance. has like a yeah katie roberts has a um a, like a retell not a retelling because there are different stories like a villain getting oh the girl. that's right yeah. yeah. 
that one has Ariel with, oh, sorry, Ursula with Ariel and Eric. So get the best of both. (laughs) So basically Ursula pairing with anyone and everyone would be down for that. (laughs) Well, which I think think, uh, Amal and I have discussed, uh, Amal and I have discussed that Katie Robert pretty much always does thruples or like polyamorous. Yeah, she even says... Yeah, she says that um, all three or all triangles should end in throuples. Right. That's the only logical solution. Now I'm just imagining uh, Ursula and the crowd guy. I'm forgetting his name. Sebastian. Yeah. Oh, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> or the. She's a witch. She, uh, she can turn him into whatever she wants. What's that bird? Um. Is oh my god, his name is Scroll. In Aladdin. No, and no. and the Little Mermaid. Bird. Yeah, that's his There's name. There's a bird. Oh. Yeah, Scuttle. There's a bird. Scuttle. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Scuttle. My bad. It, it's but Scuttle. What? What? Seagull. There we go. Oh. <laughs> I was like, see, a- I was thinking. It's not a pigeon. I was thinking seagull, but I thought I was wrong because I kept picturing the seagull from Little uh, Finding Nemo. Is that a fucking seagull? <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Sorry. We're not doing that. Reminders That's of him for another uh, episode. Drag, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm. St- I still need to reprocess. <laughs> but yeah, her next her good. next book is called Wretched, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wretched. Um, and, and I think I, think I don't we know figured if out it was Wizard of Oz. Because the one yeah. with no heart right? is the Tin Man, right? Man. but then also um the the color for the cover was green had green accents on it which i would think would be the wicked witch of the east yeah that makes Point up the west coast so she's got the green faced because the to... glenda the good witch was the witch of the west i'm kidding i've never watched the wizard of she's not a villain you haven't i know <laughs> i haven't do you I know the have... story i know that there's a a voice behind a curtain. There's the lion without a heart. No, the lion has without no courage. courage. With no courage. The Tin Man without Scarecrow has no brains. This, there we go. Yeah, and then, and then I know there's flying I only had a brain. I have never related to a character more than the Scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Tin Man. <laughs> I, only I saw brain. that that one of the tropes is grumpy sunshine. Who do you think is the sunshine and who is? The... Because if the Tin Man has no heart, I have a, I have some trouble picturing him as being the sunshine. Yeah, I think I think universally Grumpy Sunshine is man is grumpy, the woman is sunshine. But she's supposed to be the villain, so... Or, but that's yeah. going to make it interesting if she's like a sunshine villain. I mean, that she could be... Yeah, she could be very deceptive. Like, Which I think I would like if she was this sunshine character. But then like beneath that, Psychotic. she is the villain. <laughs> Yeah, or just like very, just very deceptive. I love, I love when uh, I don't know. I would love a psychotic sunshine villain. That would be nice. That would be good. So it's forbidden. I don't know. I like forbidden, grumpy sunshine, enemies with benefits. Good, good, good guy, bad girl. Uh, yes, which is why I think it's he's sunshine and she's grumpy. And she knows how so it says they say he's missing a heart he doesn't know how to love. She's wickedly smart and holds on to a grudge. They meet and sparks fly. She's too good to be true, 
but a woman can be great and terrible too. I like that it rhymes. Does it rhyme? Yeah, it yeah. rhymes. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's very nice flow. It does. I'm very excited. It comes out. I want April, it to be right? April already. Yeah. Yeah. April 19th. I think March 15th is when the synopsis is going to be revealed. And the cover, too, I think. And the cover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the cover, yeah. Because right now there's like a placement cover out with the girl. Yeah. I, I did try. I think that's why um, I had trouble with my original TikTok was because I had that uh, cover placement. And I had tried to cover it up with myself because she, she is in lingerie and that doesn't necessarily violate their guidelines but it's frowned upon and so uh i had some trouble either getting it up or with the audio and so i just nixed it all you together. get a slap on the wrist because of miss emily mcintyre uh, <laughs> hope not <laughs> my account's still up for now yeah only time I will tell i cannot wait for that book do you guys want to do wrapping thoughts and then yeah we should yeah so basically read the never after story uh, series <laughs> those yes. are my thoughts <laughs> if you, you have it definitely. before april 19th <laughs> i feel like but if you you're not third one. into dark romance or haven't read dark romance it's a really good place to start um because it's easy to justify the villains um and it doesn't ever get like super dark other than um the james and wendy scenario i i i mean while that was dark i don't think it was as dark as it could have potentially been which there, i liked there it's a good dark there are some implications of rape and um and scarred so just to you know um, a warning for that and um, it's never actually and also through, but and also for there also is a theme of um or backstory of molestation, or uh, yeah, and uh, in... hooked. Mm -hmm. So definitely check Sorry, out the trigger warnings. <laughs> definitely check yes, out the trigger sure. warnings before. I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't read it, but if you don't mind spoilers and that's why you're here and you still want and you want to go back, especially if you got this far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure to check out those trigger warnings. It's always better to be safe, and you know if you're here, you clearly don't mind the spoilers. Uh, which probably Virgos. Yeah. If so, yeah. Yes, like but I said. if I can help it, I won't. But if someone's like talking about it near me, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Usually, because I can read a book in a day, so like I know I'm eventually gonna get to it. And I'd rather just like get my initial reaction, but I don't mind if um, somebody says a spoiler around me. I think we're going. I think for me, <laughs> we could do like it. I'd rather yeah, know. We're starting to. Yeah, we, yeah, we could do a whole episode <laughs> on whether spoilers are good or not. So I think True. we're just gonna wrap it up. And like, it's like like Alondra said, wrapping thoughts. Um, I'll go. My um, wrapping thoughts were, um, <laughs> you know, I love a dark man who has some gray morals. I am very excited for the third Emily McIntyre book. All of her other books so far have trapped me and not let me go until I get to that last page. And I'm just really excited to see what this third one, you know, is about. I'm excited to see a female villain if that's where she's going with it. Um, I don't think there are too many books about that. So I'm just really excited. And that's, that's it. Just really excited. <laughs> uh, 
Um, my wrapping thoughts are that I really, I mean, outside of it being a dark romance, I really appreciated the characterization of each person. Um, and the fact that, you know, these villains or people with questionable morals or people with dark sides are more than just those bad things. Um, and they, they have moments of light or moments where they can do the right thing. Um, I really liked that. Of course, I love when female main characters are bad bitches like Sarah. Um, and I'm really excited to see a female villain. I'm very excited. How about you, Amal? What are yeah, your thoughts? The, uh, I mean, keeping with the theme. Yeah. Keeping with the theme, I'm so excited for the last, the third one. Um, I, I don't know. I have nothing but good things to say about these two books. Uh, every time I see anyone ask for recommendations for dark books, dark romances, this is usually my go-to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm going to start her other series soon. So I'm really excited to see how that one is. Cause um, I just joined Emily's Facebook group and she recently talked about one of her um, characters from her first book of the other series so mm -hmm. she talked about how he's a like a bad boy so i'm like mm. yeah i saw that <laughs> too because i read this I'm one in the facebook group. I'm, I'm like once i get out of this slump i want to jump right in yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to get into her other books but i'm so excited for the third one to come out so yeah here's my thoughts yeah same for me like i think we're all excited for the third book and i like how she takes like the um, those stories and mo modernize them so it, they feel yeah. new like it doesn't feel like uh she's just like copy pasting and and again it goes with what she says it's not a retelling she's just she's getting inspired by them and mm -hmm. she makes it her own with uh, like the elements she has so i cannot wait to see what she does with wretched and I really, I'm really excited if, like Alondra said, if where she's going is with a female villain, female villain. I'm really excited to see how that goes. Because I, I, like Shay said, there's not enough of them. Yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly the dark main guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that wraps up our first episode, right? It does, Yeah. So we'll be doing weekly episodes dropping on Tuesdays. If that schedule changes, you'll be the first to know. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter under at the non-book club. Hoping to have you all with us next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.